2: stop by the lounge now it's almost tip-off and everyone's already on their feet this is gonna be good that's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients.
3: As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop.
2: Learn more at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact.
4: It is the Odd Couple, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. And yes, we are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com. We'll hope you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers TireRack.com, The Way Tire Buying Should Be. Coming up in hour number two of The Odd Couple, we'll talk with uh, Randy Mueller, the former NFL Executive of the Year. He'll drop by uh, in about uh, 25 minutes or so, so we'll do that. So uh, stick around for that. And, you know, we'll start here in hour number two. And, of course, the whole... Story and situation is, did the NFL act appropriately in the aftermath of Hamlin's injury? Did you feel like the NFL reacted properly? Should the game immediately been canceled or postponed, whatever they want to call it? Should the NFL, did they handle it the right way? Wait to see if there's some improvement by Hamlin. And then maybe they could have gone on with the game. What would have been the right move uh, in this situation? Rob G., uh, what did you think um, initially, Rob G., when you saw what went down? Did you ever think the game was going to be replayed again?
7: No. Initially, I I was very disappointed in the way the NFL had handled it Um, because as Ephraim mentioned in the previous hour – there's a difference between guys going down and you know they they're checking their limbs and their legs and their right. you know whatever. Even guys who get concussions, you'll see some movement. You you don't you don't get a CPR and uh what was it? The uh, defibrillator, right? I think right. That they brought that, out. You right. Don't, that's not that, normally that's what not you see, standard right? standard kind of stuff. And when you see guys on the field in tears because they understand the severity of the situation, you would think that Roger Goodell would be on the horn immediately saying, get That's these it. guys in the locker room. We're calling the game. We're postponing it indefinitely, whatever, right? Right. But in in the time span that it took for them to make any kind of decision was over an hour. Right.
4: Chris, where were you uh, as far as did you think the game would be resumed? Did you think the NFL took too long because – I think I was with Rob G. I didn't think they would be played. I thought they were waiting, hoping, and wishing that they can replay, continue to play the game. That's why they took so long. But I, I just didn't think that was such a horrific scene for a lot of people that I didn't think they were going to play.
5: I, I mean, we were talking about it on the air, and uh, we both, when it was suspended, we thought it would eventually be canceled, postponed, whatever words you want to use. Um, but I understood the waiting because I, I'm with you, Rob. Like, I, I thought they were waiting to see if there was good news uh, yep. with Hamlin and that the players would be relieved. Okay, good. Our guy, he's okay. He's, he's going, to be, going okay. to be okay. Right. Absolutely. We can get back out there and play like they're used to doing after an injury. Um, I, I'm not going to kill the NFL. I mean, I, look, there's conflicting reports, you know, that they, Joe Buck was saying. That the players have been given five minutes. Troy Vincent, uh, vice president of football operations or executive vice president, he denied that today strongly, Rob, um, on a a conference call with reporters. I know Troy personally. Um, Troy is a man of high integrity. Um, look, I, I get the business, but I, it's hard. for. I'm not going to sit here and call him a liar because no, of what but, I know but about my, him. Right. Personally. Here's
4: my other thing, too. And, and I agree with you. I know Troy a little bit, Chris. Not as well as you, but I do know Troy. Uh, but Joe Buck... Is the mouthpiece for ESPN? Yeah, I, okay. So, so Joe Buck is not making up. I was gonna say. I, I agree. Okay. I, it's Am hard I right? to see him He's making the mouthpiece. up. He's not I making know up who, five maybe minutes. Maybe he
5: was talking to somebody else. I don't know. It, you're right. Like, Joe, I don't see Joe Buck making that up Ooh, on national why?
4: television. Why? You? You? That's a. You could get fired if you make that up. If you're telling people, Uh, yeah, oh, we're going to get started in about five minutes. No, like when the announcers Chris, there's a rain delay and they say, we're going to be underway in about 30 minutes. They're going to bring the pitchers out, warm them back up, right? That's like giving fed to you. You don't know that. Is it possible Buck was talking to
5: somebody with the NFL that wasn't like the authoritative voice, right? Like just kind of, off the record, texting. What? what do you? Th- you know what I mean? I, yeah. Maybe, but I, it's. I can't sit here and say he is lying. Right. Like you said, <laughs> we both know Troy. I can't say he's lying, but what I will say is this, Rob, because I saw today, and maybe you saw it as well, on some TV shows where reporters talking to the NFL had said, um, at this point and this was this morning, the NFL has said they aren't even thinking about what they're going to do with this game going forward. Like, it's not even off the record, on the record, right. background. It hasn't been discussed. Rob, I, they've had to discuss it. And Chris. that doesn't mean they're being insensitive. That means they're doing their jobs.
4: Right. But they don't want to. Put that out there now while this young man is still in the state right. that he's in. Like, they're worried about, oh, yeah, we're going to reschedule it for next week. And, like, they already moved on. They say certainly can't say when. And they. Pro- I'm sure they don't know when, I wouldn't think. No,
5: and that's but why they don't want to do it. Yeah, but you can't, like, they, I, anyone who would say be critical of the NFL if right now they are having a conference call. About what we should do with this game going forward, or if they were this morning or late last night, that they have to continue their
4: business. There's a business that is involved. Right. Let me say this too about Joe Buck. Here's the other part. He mentioned that five minute thing three times, Chris. So it wasn't like he did it yeah, once.
5: It's hard to think he was making that up. I can't
4: I mean, believe that. I don't right. know Joe Buck personally, yeah. but I, 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 just, I know him from baseball, you know, obviously uh, a little bit. Uh, see him at the ballpark. Talk to him a little bit, but uh, I, I just I, I don't believe Joe Buck is like that for him to come up with something out of thin right. air. It's got to be somebody he either, like you said, Chris, might be with the league or something that he yep. knows, yep. but unofficial, you right. know. But but with the they league don't have that the he authority to right. say, but what he has a confidant do. in the league. Yep. Yeah, they're probably going to get started in about five minutes. Absolutely, and maybe he bought that and thought that was right. But him saying it three times is weird because – No,
5: no doubt. And and I will say this, right? and I'm not trying to – Look, I I get people being critical of the league. I I think it's a situation. Now, they got to be ready for everything. But this is just something that maybe has never happened, Rob, uh, in a game. Um, And these things take – you know, they're they're tough decisions to make. You gotta make them. That's why you get paid. What does Goodell get paid? Almost fifty million 40, a year yeah, or something. 45 like that. So million you gotta or make it is. them but but what I will say this, Rob, and my wife, as you know, and, and most people that listen to the show regularly know, she's a doctor. Right. Um, I would have to give the NFL and I guess it's just standard procedure. They know it's a violent sport, so you got medical people ready at, at you know, right, right, ready to go. Them getting Hamlin the assistance he needed, the care he needed immediately was, I thought that was terrific. I thought they handled it terrific. And my wife said, with a situation like that, cardiac arrest, it how quickly you get to Life him. or death, Chris. It or is or exactly it. Right. And, oh, and it might be, the quality of life, if he survives, the quality of life he has going forward is, is, could be impacted by how quickly you got the heart going again and the oxygen and all the things he needed. So I, I thought that was impressive. Um, and so it's just a bad situation. And I don't, I'm not going to kill the league because they waited an hour to, you know, decide not to play. Uh, I think ultimately the right thing was done. Um, and it's just one of those unfortunate situations that happened.
4: And, and there were doctors on Twitter, Chris, last night uh, that said other than a hospital, that Hamlin could not have uh, had that incident happen in a better place at a football right, there field. you go? Because of all the medical personnel who are there. Normally, yep. if you're out on a field somewhere, you're in trouble. Oh, and, yeah. and, and another thing I saw on Twitter, Chris, was interesting to me and what's made me hopeful is the hockey NHL player Chris Pronger. He suffered something very similar, Chris. He took a slap shot in the chest in 1998. Pronger somehow was back, Chris, on the ice weeks later, and guess what? Played 12 more years and made it to the Hockey Hall of Fame. Wow. So he had a similar incident on the ice, was, you know, revived yep. and, and was able to uh, get back on the ice weeks later and have a long career and made it to the Hall of Fame. So I'm, I'm wishing and hoping that we have some sort of story like that for him. And it's,
5: it, it's possible. I mean, it, that story clearly shows it. And, and that's right. Like, look, if he comes back and he's living um, we're, and he's fine, we're all going to be happy. But I'll, I'm also praying for that he can get back to a normal quality of life. Sure. That's um, the most important thing, Whether he plays thing, football or, or not. not. Right, right. But let me ask you this, Rob, and he's different than us. I mean, he's a, he's a pro football player. But if you were in his shoes and you were fine and able to play again, would you? Because <laughs> I think he will if he can. I remember, remember Ryan Shazier, he wanted to play again. When he he it with the Steelers, when he right. had the injury, yeah, he came back and wanted to, wanted to play. Um, what would you, would you be like, man?
4: I, I'd I'm have to hang listen, it up. I'd or? have to listen to my doctors first. Who was the I, I, for whatever reason? I, his, I'm blanking on his name. The spur, who played for the Brooklyn Nets, who retired during the season. You remember? Oh yeah, Lamarcus Aldridge. Lamarcus yeah. Aldridge, and Chris, and then he came back and played next year. Came, he came back. We both said – and he was at – you know, his, his prime was over. And, but He remember, was at
5: the end of his
4: career But you already. remember the doctor were like, you need to stop playing. He stopped right. playing that day. Not He didn't play out the season or retire at right. the end of the playoffs. He, it was that day. Well, and then and he came wonder, back and played. He got a second opinion or whatever. And he came back and played for the Nets the next year.
5: Yeah. I mean, look, Hamlin's only 24, Rob. He's a young I, I'm not guy. gonna be mad at him if he does. I mean, I'm gonna be glad that that dude can do whatever he wants to do.
4: Uh, All you gotta do is consult you know, your doctors, Chris, and feel good. We didn't think Kevin Durant should have played. You remember that with the? We both of us. We both. No, he we both, have. no I know. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. <laughs> right. It just depends right. on the circumstance. But we both called that before. Like, right. what, what are you doing? Absolutely. All right.
5: right, 877-99
4: on Fox. Eight
5: seven seven nine nine six. Sixty-three, sixty-nine. did the NFL act appropriately in the aftermath of the DeMar Hamlin injury? It is your turn to weigh in with Chris and Rob, the I couple here on Fox Sports Radio.
6: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
8: uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today.
5: All right, it's the iCouple live from the Tyrac.com studios, and we could sit here and talk about how complicated Other banks make it for you to redeem your credit card rewards. Or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. It's amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms do apply. 877-99 on Fox. Uh, Do you think the NFL acted appropriately last night after uh, DeMar
4: Hamlin went down with his injury? All right, Chris, let's kick it off here with uh, Sean in Sacramento. You're on the I Couple Fox Sports Radio. Sean, Happy New Year, my man. Hey, how are you?
9: Yo, Happy New Year, my uncle's from another mother. My brother's behind the board. Shout out to Iowa Samford sitting in today. Um, so, first thing, you know, it's really funny. When I saw this happen, and I don't mean to sound insensitive or anything like that, the first thing I thought about was, number one, y'all, because Ephraim has been on multiple times and talked about how he would never let his kids play ball. And I always thought that, you know, how could, you know, a professional football player who earned his livelihood like that, why would he put that out there like that? That's, you know, Exhibit A right there. And the other thing I thought about, man, as far as like whether or not the NFL did the right thing is, I know y'all might not be aware, but, you know, about 20-some years ago, a wrestler named Owen Hart actually died in the ring during a pay-per-view. and. Mm. You know, the WWE didn't do everything right. They actually continued the show, a, a three-hour show. They finished the show. Wow. Out. But I will say this.
6: The, the that is hard to imagine.
5: Like, I get an injury. I mean, even that's been the history of sports. You play through it. If a guy's injured, no matter how seriously they've typically played, but right, you brought up This is yeah. right, a death but, Come on, yeah, right. that, that's just unconscionable. I'm sorry. But,
9: but the, other, the other part of that, though, the thing that I thought they did right, though, Chris, the was WWE? the of the WWE, Vince McMahon, called in to the ringside announcer, and they made the announcement immediately about what happened. They, they, they didn't hold any information back. They literally announced that a but man passed away in ring. But they kept Right.
5: <keep laughs> that's, I'm that's sorry. That, that, yeah, come
4: on. Especially, I, but, Chris, but, yeah. especially, and I hate to, I don't want to, Sean, is he still on there? Or no. I'm here. I'm here. Yeah, especially with it's fake. You know what I'm saying? Right, like you could stop right. the
9: show, Sean. Come <laughs> exactly.
4: on. Exactly. Come back tomorrow.
5: We'll do yes, the same. We'll thing. do. Same we got the same stuff.
9: script tomorrow. <laughs> but what? I, but my, my point is that they let the information out there. I think. No, that's I get that. You'd rather you rather
5: that than they the, than stopping the show? So you're saying that right. was better than the NFL? Not no, giving no, all I, the I information, mean, I mean, but the, the fact yeah. that they
9: kept the show going was horrible. That was terrible. Right, that, right. Was, that was one of the worst things okay.
5: that, that I've ever seen inside sports entertainment.
9: But the fact that they got the audience the the information they were looking for, there wasn't an you. hour where they were going. That back was a to how was about, the you know, play,
5: Mrs. Lincoln? Right, that's right, what that right. is. <laughs> you know, what, right, the buddy. play actually was good. Uh, Stop. Sorry, no, it, it wasn't. It, it wasn't good, good was.
4: Yes, you know what I mean. Come on. Rick, in Fort Lauderdale, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. And, Rick, today's not the day for, you, for your comeuppance, but I'm going to let you uh, speak on this. And the next time you call, you get your comeuppance, okay? Say it again? I said the next time you call, Lynn, you get your comeuppance.
10: Okay. Well, I was going to say this. Happy New Year to both of you. Happy New uh, Year. Chris, my, Chris, my condolences to, your, to you and your family on the loss of Thank your father. You. And, Rob, I did want to apologize to you. Okay. Because what I said three weeks ago was inappropriate. It was unprofessional. Uh, I did not mean to say it, but I was so caught up in the moment. What I wanted to say was, are you crazy? And then I called you a moron. So that was, that was not right by me, and I want to apologize. I want to start the new year.
6: I, I oh, know. wow. So I'm there were polo- fireworks though. when oh, I yes, was going. Yes, fireworks.
4: Huh? Apology accepted, Rick. Okay? Wow. okay. We're friends. Things happened. But- and I, we apologize, okay? We move okay, on. Okay,
6: by
10: the way, I wouldn't take the, the steroid freak as a Yankee, but I would take the, sex, the, the kinky sex
4: uh, okay. freak <laughs> you as a Yankee. So. <laughs> you would take them the rotation, huh, in the Bronx. Oh, I bet you
10: that's would. That's right. Hey, Listen, ain't no
5: telling what some people are doing. I so. don't. You know I mean? the
10: in the bedroom. I think the NFL acted right. Um, I, it, it's funny because it would have been my first Monday night game that I was going to watch. I went to dinner by myself I, you know of course I'm a bachelor right. so I, I sat down and I'm looking towards the bar area where the tv was and I see the game on hold and I see the the reaction of the players I'm like but the score 73 I'm going what's going on and then my phone started blowing up with my friend texting about hey, are you guys seeing what's going on right and then as I got more information and then I saw the, the video which by the way Maybe it's the angle that I saw. I didn't. I didn't see a helmet to the chest. I saw a shoulder to the chest. But regardless, my first reaction was, "No, there's no way they could continue this game. These players no. will not be emotionally ready to play, and, right. these, and 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 not psychologically ready to play." And that game meant to me just like this one coming up as a Dolphin fan. I need the Bills to win and beat the Patriots if we take care of business. So, like I said, the reason I wanted to watch Monday Night Football for the first time all year because that game was impactful for me as a Dolphin fan, just victory right. on football. Obviously, this young man's health is number one. But, yeah, I think the NFL acted right. The only thing maybe I would have liked to have seen is Roger Goodell. I mean, like, yeah. where, where was he in his man cave? Was he, you know, where, where was he? That's yeah. the only thing. But as far as how they handled it,
4: you're I, right.
10: I 100% think that yeah. they were good.
4: All right, thanks. Let's squeeze in Andre real quick from Massachusetts, Chris, on this. Andre, you're on the couple. Fox Sports Radio. Let's get his take.
11: Yeah, how you doing? Thanks for taking the call. Listen, I think the NFL got it right in this situation. I'm going to tell you why. Uh, Sean from Sacramento makes a, a good point concerning the WWE situation with Owen Hart. That was in relation to a stunt. That didn't happen on the air. He was doing an aerial stunt, and there was an accident, uh, and so he fell. Uh, but that was not live uh, You know, while the broadcast was so going what? On so where
4: they- was that behind the scenes so nobody saw it?
11: no he was uh, up in the rafters they were trying to pull off one of these stunts where you kind of fly down and something happened and he fell he fell from the rafters but it was on the but broadcast wait, but wait
4: but, 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 but people at the st- at the uh, arena saw it didn't they yeah, yeah. People at the arena. Yes, if you're there, they, they, you know, they, they should have stopped the, the show. And he died immediately. Yes, they should have stopped the show. Oh, yeah, Come on. But
11: if you were if you were watching that event, it wasn't as though you know there was a wrestler in the ring and fell wrong and then that. But did happened. you,
5: you know? Cool. Did you see it? Did you see it? If you were watching on TV? No, you didn't. It did, it didn't all right, happen. but the people
11: uh,
4: there saw it though. Is what I'm saying. Like the crowd is there; they saw. All right. Tell us why you think the let's, NFL did right. Let's let's get there. Okay,
11: my, my, the reason the NFL did it right is because there's no playbook when you have these catastrophic right. injuries. And so we obviously know what happened with Lawrence Taylor and Joe Theismann. That happened again with Alex Smith on the same day, uh, right. a catastrophic injury. And if you go uh, to the world of basketball, Chris, you remember in 2013 when Louisville won the national championship, Kevin yep. Ware had a horrific injury where when you turned on the game, that was they had to actually bring in, like when, it, when there's an accident on the, highway, so you couldn't actually see what happened, uh, but the right. players on the court actually saw. So Hey, there hey is, let, me say,
4: let me say this real quick. Chris, Pete Rosell, the former NFL commissioner, well, you know, like who right. brought the league into its prominence, and everybody remembers Pete Rozelle, but anyway, he said his biggest regret was after John F. Kennedy was assassinated. They played yep. football. They yep. played football, and he thought he made a big mistake. That yep. the country was mourning, Chris, and they're playing football like nothing happened. No doubt. All
5: right, we got our man Randy Mueller joining us in a moment. But first.
6: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
5: Randy, how are you? Happy Randy. New Year. Hey, guys. How we doing? Man, we are good. Day. We are good. Obviously a tough situation. Yes. You know, that's what we want to talk yep. about. Let me ask you this, because we, we Rob and I were just talking about it with some callers. Um, what, is, what was your take on the way the NFL handled things? It was an hour, I think, and six minutes before they called the game. Um, you know, there were conflicting reports. Joe Buck was saying that the players had been told they were going to play in five minutes. And he did Troy it three Vincent times. of the NFL said, that's ridiculous. I think that's a direct quote. Um, yeah. and denied it. What What are your thoughts about how the NFL handled it last night?
12: You know what? I, I'm going to take the high road because I actually think everybody handled it pretty good. Now, I don't know where Joe Buck came up with that information. Obviously, he didn't draw it out of thin air, so right. somebody had to say something. But having been a part of nothing like last night, but similar type situations, things happen fast. Communication is hard. You deal with a lot of issues of people all over the country, whether it's back to New York, doctors in another spot, experts here, experts there. There's a lot of moving parts. So I actually think not only the the on-the-field medical people handled it good, I thought that everybody handled it good. I thought ESPN handled it probably as good as they could. I thought the NFL took their time, I never for a second thought the game was going to go on, and I don't think anybody did. So I think that was a tad bit misinformed. You know, they misinformed people when that did come out. You could tell by the look on these players' face that we were not going to play football. And I've never seen that before, and, and, and that kind of led me to believe that they're going to take their time, they're going to let the situation settle, they're going to get the player in the ambulance, and I even understand the ambulance people waited for his mother to come join him. That's unbelievably good. They stabilized him. They got them away from the stadium. before They didn't want this crowd moving quickly, I can tell you that, because that would have caused other issues and unintended consequences. So I I was not – you know, I think everybody handled it pretty good. That's just my opinion.
4: Randy, how how real is this for players when you play this sport, you know the – Chances that bad things could happen or you could get hurt. It's a very violent sport and physical. And how much does this stuff kind of wear on players when when they're playing or do they do you have to block it out to be an effective football player?
12: I don't think anybody ever thought that it could come to this. And why would they, right? This happened once yeah. 50 years ago. I read it m- happened in a hockey game, you know, a few, uh, several years back. Right. But that that player lived. So I don't think anybody, I think that was part of the shock of it and the chilling effect it had on everybody because nobody thought you would ever see a player getting CPR or or paddles brought out to resuscitate him. So I think that's what got him. I don't think the level of this incident had ever crossed anybody's mind. I think that's probably what did it. I don't think players, I think they always worry, but not to this extent. And that's what made this a little different. I think for one thing, and I'm no doctor, obviously, but I'm not sure this was a football issue. I've seen this tackle made a hundred times in, you know, in 16 games every weekend. And I've seen it made for thousands of games. And it didn't seem violent. It didn't seem anything out of the unusual. I think it was just freaky that it happened. And I guess it was a perfect storm. Everything lined up. So, you know, I don't know. And, again, I'm not minimizing what happened. I just think there may be something that we don't know that that comes about that kind of changes our opinion a little bit down the road.
5: Randy, look, obviously at some point, you know, the league has to continue playing games and even the Bills and Bengals, of course. (laughs) What is your feeling on what the league should do regarding these this game? Um, cancel, tie, uh, you know, just don't even these two teams only play sixteen games. Like, what's, what's your thought right. on it?
12: I think they should call it a no contest and move on. I really do, and I think that's what the league will do. I don't think and they'll And just try go to make by
4: percentage, out. like See, that's, season, that's what I said. Perc- it, no exactly. tie, Chris. No, like no contest. No the no game never played. Right. No contest.
12: It, and yeah, it's gonna, I, I guarantee you, even though all of our thoughts and prayers are with the young man and his family, there is in some room in New York people already figuring this percentages out. And they will dole oh, yeah. it out at the right time and they'll have the answers to it. And yeah, it's not perfect, but gosh, we got to make the, the, the priorities that are this, this kid and his family, we got to make that our top priority. But I think the percentages will sort it out. And if it's different, so be it. The problem is there are a lot of unintended consequences as well because you have players' contracts, incentives, playtime, right. all kinds of stuff that have to factor in. So there's a lot of details, but none more important than the health of the young man. So we'll sort all that out, and I think the league will take its time, but I don't think they'll play the game, and I think they'll probably just go on to next week when it gets here.
5: What, what, Randy, what, ahead, what would you. you tell if you were you know, you were a GM? If you were the GM of the Bills, um, what would you tell your team going forward? You know, because obviously they got to keep playing the season, and they certainly, you know, were one of the teams with a good shot at winning the Super Bowl. So do you think this will affect them? Um, I mean, I'm sure it will in some way. But, you know, how do you think it will affect them going forward? And what would you tell them if you gathered your players together?
12: Well, a couple things. One is the GM. I don't know. I, I would definitely address them. But I think this is one where you've got to take the lead of your captains. And when these guys vote for captains at the first of each year, I think this is a great lesson because now they have to choose. Who do you want to be your spokesman at a time like this? A lot of times the election of captains gets, you know, uh, put swept under the rug and the most popular guy gets it. I want my captain to be the guy who stands up now to lead this team and and the accentuating circumstances make it relevant. So I would definitely do that. I think this, and it's hard to predict what's going to happen, right, because we don't know the end of the story. If they were to get good news in the next couple of days, I think it could inspire the Bills to go all the way. That's how I feel about it. I think it is emotional, and they are just waiting on the seat of their pants for some good news so they can get back out there and not only get back out there like they were before, but to take it to the next level and really make it a positive. If that news doesn't come, I'm not sure. I think eventually they'll come around. I don't know if they'll ever be the same, but I think we don't know the rest of the story yet, so it's really hard to say.
4: Uh, Randy, don't you think it could also work the other way, if, if like rally around – uh, you know, God, we want this guy to live and everything to be okay, but the bad news, too, I mean, this is a really sensitive thing, because we've seen people rally for a, a cause or whatnot. Um, yeah. It's got to be heartbreaking either yeah. way, like, you know, like just that you're even, even having to contemplate that going forward and playing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's a tough situation. I think really.
12: it's- different for every player, too, and you're going to have to give them as much support as they need or as little as they need because everybody's going to see it a little different, and and that's the thing. You just don't know. That's the element that that you hope leadership can come through and, and help make it make sense for people. Now, there, there was a time really last night and most of today where I didn't know really even how to say it because my mind hasn't really told me what to say. So just think of these players that were there, these coaches, these other staff members that were there and watched this in person. We weren't even there. So it's right. going to take some time, there's no doubt. I, I wish there was a book for this, but there's no manual telling me how to deal with this.
4: Real short, Randy, do you remember the situation in Detroit when uh, Reggie Brown, the linebacker, was broke his neck in, in a game and it uh, was very similar, at had CPR on the – field yep. or whatever if you were i don't do you remember that at all and that game was continued it was had playoff implications in that as well
12: yep i think you're right i think nowadays the, the tenor has changed and player safety is a bigger and and more eventful right. issue i agree and, and you have really yeah it's 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 really a, a different world that we live in right now
5: all right randy great stuff thanks for your insight my man uh, it's a tough situation tough to talk situation. about yeah. yeah yeah thanks guys all right, see you. Uh, history was made last night in the NBA, Rob. We'll tell you about it next. Ah, couple. Fox Sports Radio.
6: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Discover
0: BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long.
6: 70 points. Let that sink in. 70 points for Donovan Mitchell tonight.
5: All right, that was the progressive play of the day. Progressive is making things even easier. They will help you bundle your home and your car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at progressive.com. Or one eight hundred progressive and Rob, Donovan Mitchell. I mean, obviously, you know, we were all, you know, rightly uh paying attention to the DeMar Hamlin situation. But uh basketball games were played and Donovan Mitchell, Rob, uh I mean, we're seeing a number of terrific performances. You saw Luca go for sixty, twenty one, and and ten first to uh, last thought, Chris, week. I'm gonna be honest. On on Donovan Mitchell? Yeah. With the 71 points, uh, 10 assists, 8 re or 11 assists, 8
4: rebounds. Yeah, what would you think? Did the Cavs win? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they did. <laughs> they did. It was but a you blowout, wouldn't have been Chris. impressed. Had, no, they came back to win. Right. Good, that's oh, what, what I'm saying. That's what the first thing I thought was, okay, he scored 70. Did they win? And uh, no, no. Uh, what a performance, obviously. You could put up that many points in a professional uh, in an NBA game, you know, it doesn't happen that often. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot of work. No, he's only the seventh
5: player, Rob, to score 70 or more in an NBA game. And, and I'm a, you probably know this. Michael Jordan's not one of them. No, no, no. He scored he had 69. Had 63. 69. He had the 63 against the Celtics. But that was a playoff player. game, right. But he had and he 69, had 69. Eight and 18 boards against Cleveland. He just 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 totally destroyed Cleveland every time wow. he got on the court with him. Yeah, but Rob, um, get, check this out. Because he had the eleven assists, and obviously some of them were on three pointers as well. Donovan Mitchell, Rob, accounted for ninety nine points in that game last night. That is the second most ever. In an NBA game, obviously, Wilt Chamberlain, when he scored 100, also had two assists. So he generated – I was going to say, what assists did he have in that game? 102. He had 102.
4: Did Kobe so have he, any assists? He generated the-
5: 104 points total in this game. Uh, in 81, I think Kobe had two. I'll look
4: it up. Yeah, I was going to say it was probably had close. Had like Yeah, like. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a lot.
5: It wasn't a lot. But um, Donovan – Rob, Donovan Mitchell, now he's
4: not the leader – He's in the MVP discussion. Would you Would you agree with that? Yeah, I think he's in the conversation, absolutely. I but, mean, uh, but, he, but, this dude is playing, and they're winning. But they're here's the other seed. thing, too. Uh, those picks that the Knicks held on to, how, how are those doing, Chris? Those picks that well, the Knicks held
5: on to? And the Knicks were on that run, right? What, they went eight straight or something like yeah, that? Uh, eight, and yeah. now they've they've lost a few, but they've won two straight now. They, you but know, you they know what I mean, but still... Like no, if you look, would have had I Donovan, agree. right? Like that. Like we Rick said run, it at the Jalen Brunson has been been good for them, but he's no Donovan Mitchell. Right? You can you imagine this at the Garden? No, I as much know, as right. I, as much as I criticize Nick fans for thinking, you know, that their team is all that and everybody wants and to everybody play for the wants Knicks. to play for the Knicks right. and
4: all that. Right, I get it.
5: I will say this. If you do it in New York, maybe it's just because it's the biggest city in the country and the media and all that, but it's magnified, good or bad. And so if Donovan Mitchell, Rob, were doing this, averaging 30, drop 71, can you imagine? And the Knicks were maybe a five seed, six seed, whatever. It would be crazy.
4: And, Chris, the reason that they really dropped the ball is he's one of the few stars that wanted to play at the Garden, wanted to play with the Knicks, right? Good you point. know what I mean. He's from New York. Absolutely. I mean, I, it was a layup. Yep. You do whatever you got to do to get him. I mean, to get him. Unless you have. He a wanted to be there. there. Yeah. It's right. kind of like yep. when uh, Kyrie, right? Didn't, you know, the Nets were in Jersey when he's growing up. He's a Nets fan. He grew up yep. as a Nets fan. He wanted to play yep. for the Nets. Yep. Nah, I'm with you. They
5: gotta get. I mean, man, I look. No matter how well Jalen Brunson's playing and R.J. Baird and all these guys that are pretty good, they ain't Donovan Mitchell. And uh, he's the type of guy, Rob, that you say, you know what? We, we may be one piece away, yep. you
4: know, from winning or competing for a championship. We got a star, a bona fide yep. star, and that's the building point in this league. It's a star's league. You know that.
5: I, I was talking with somebody with the Knicks, Rob, not even on the basketball side, but somebody with the Knicks. Um during the Knicks' eight game win streak. And I was saying that right now they would have to go the Detroit Pistons path of 04, right? Where you got a bunch of really good players. Well they had like four really good players. Yep. Uh, but that's an aberration. I mean, that that's you know, that 1979 when the Seattle Supersonics went like that and you had those you are had the also, two times that happened.
4: Right. Yeah, it doesn't happen that often. You had a great coach in Larry Brown. A lot of stuff was right, Chris. Right, right.
5: All right, a couple, one hour left. You know what to do. Lock it!
6: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
5: The best athletes don't just play the game. They change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive. It's easy. And best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started
1: today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io.